Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the show. My name is Mike Q. Mm-hmm. And I am Janine Teagues, and this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Yes, thank you once again for joining us. Um, uh, Let's dive right in this week okay. to our Black Excellence. Um, I'm going to give this one over to one Melanie Johnson. Melody Johnson is now the first Black president and COO of MGM Casinos and Resorts. Mm, classy. She grew up in Louisiana. She earned a degree yeah. in accounting from the University of New Orleans. Um, but she still struggled to find a career and ended up getting an interview at a bank uh, through a headhunter, which led to her getting a job that made her 9600 a year. To now, right, to now. This is what I'm reading anyways. I don't know if that number's off. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's now the president and CEO of casinos in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and Prince George's County, Maryland, working with MGM National Harbor. Like. These focuses include connecting with the staff at MGM National Harbor, overseeing uh, MGM and Bet MGM, the new sports betting arm of MGM Resorts. So... Powerful black women doing powerful black things mm-hmm. out there in the casino resort girl. world. So yeah. Congratulations to you. Um, you. Amen. Um, and this week in Hot Tops, Beavis and Bottoms do the universe. <laughs> Why not? I it literally, I didn't have anything. Only I you. Just dropped. <laughs> Okay, so we got through that. Now, let's begin with, um, let's talk about Young M.A. So, a lot of Young M.A. fans and observers have been discussing her health recently. hmm Yes. It's true. I want you to know that she, okay. I hate her. Like she, <laughs> this dog. <laughs> like you did all of that for what? Like you wanted to come in, anyways. 
Back to Young and May. Just to distract you. <laughs> so, Young and May fans have been concerned about her health recently. She has been kind of uh, low key, not really releasing much music or even, you know, be posting much or anything like that. And there was a video of her at the barbershop where she didn't look very good and people were all concerned and even mad at the barber for posting the video or something, even yeah. though it says he got permission to post it and that Emmy is his friend. Um, well, she resurfaced recently and posted a video uh, thanking fans for their concern and saying that she is very much sober right now and on the road to recovery and trying to just do better for herself and her health mm-hmm. and will return to music soon. So, good sending her. good vibes to her and hope everything is on the up and up. Yes, getting sober is in- incredibly difficult. <laughs> Yeah. So, so hard. Something I have tried and failed to do many times. So, mm-hmm. congrats to her on, on really putting the work in because it's not easy. And it's even harder when you have so many people like constantly in your business and worried about what you're doing and putting pressure on you for different things and relying on you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you take into account everything she's been through, the stuff with her brother dying and all that. And it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, not surprising. And yeah, girl rooting for you. It's hard. So good luck. Apparently Jamie Foxx's daughter posted something quite recently on Instagram. Also asking people to, Pray for her dad because he experienced a quote medical complication yesterday, but he's doing, he's in great care and on his way to recovery. Yeah. So I saw that what too. That's about. Like, oh my God. How's fucking scary. Right. But I was just watching something. I don't know if it was like a Twitter meme, one of those like give this person their flowers type tea that's like mm. a reel of how sickening they've always been. Yeah. But I was watching something recently of Jamie Foxx that was just like, this. like, we we acknowledge it, especially when he has like something new out. Yeah. But Jamie Foxx is incredibly talented. He is. <laughs> like, he really just, is. Like, across the board he's such a treasure mm-hmm. and he's got a classic black sitcom and you know how i feel about those <laughs> so yeah, yeah we're not ready to lose jamie Fox. no so i'm glad that we found out about this surprisingly not from a fucking blog not from fucking tmz but from the family that's first of all that really blew my mind like damn your circle must really be tight but mm-hmm. also you know just glad to hear that Something happened. We don't need to know the details. And he is recovering and doing better and, like, yeah. moving in a positive direction. So, glad to hear it. Because, yeah, I'm not ready to... I was just watching Soul the other day and thinking about how fucking talented Jamie Foxx is. I still haven't watched that. Oh, bitch. You need to watch Soul. You need to watch Soul. Oh, no. <laughs> I oh, knew I was man. behind it. But... Honestly, I'm a couple Disney movies behind, to be honest with you. I haven't mm-hmm. seen Frozen 2. I haven't oh, seen... Frozen 2 um, is so good. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, Dreamlight Valley oh, kind of yes. references it, mm. you know. So I know I'm probably going to be familiar with some of the bits and pieces of that. Um, but, yeah, I definitely got to catch Soul because I always want to. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, speaking of kids movie okay oh did you go see mario <laughs> we had a good time <laughs> who's we 
Me and all the children. <laughs> I thought you <laughs> took Of course, the theater was filled with with kids. <laughs> right. But it was like going to Disney World. Like, it was the same thing. Like, yeah. It was very interesting seeing what kids think is funny. Mm-hmm. Which is probably the same shit we find. Like, people falling over and getting hit with things. <laughs> parts. No. Whatever. So I have outgrown most of that. I have. I mean, I that's not the stuff that makes me laugh. Like, I, I just, I think it's fun to see what lights kids' faces. Oh, yeah. And it is farts. Funny. Yeah, it's things like that. It's yeah. just simple things that when I was a kid would have made me laugh too, probably. Mm-hmm. So it was nice that most of the children were incredibly well-behaved and just sat back and enjoyed the um, the film. Shout out to the parenting yeah. in my particular experience. Um, and it was a fun movie. A lot of people who were like beefing with it because it didn't give you like Game of Thrones level character development or uh, something. Like well. it didn't take you on a Nintendo epic. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, because like as a 30 something like who had the original Nintendo right. and the very first Super Mario, Mario, I was into it knowing like I'd probably get a couple chuckles here and there, but I really wanted Easter eggs. Okay. Like I really wanted to catch all of the little references I knew that they would put in there that kids wouldn't recognize, but I would. Yeah. Like the children aren't gonna know why the p- pizzeria is called Punch Out. They may not recognize oh. like <laughs> the game that Mario was playing oh, on his Nintendo Super Nintendo. They may not recognize the damn Super Nintendo. (laughs) Like, you know, so like a lot of this stuff and there was chock full of little references for longtime Nintendo fans and then still silly fun for... And Chris Pratt's voice really didn't bother me that much. Okay, because that was what I was concerned with when I saw the trailer. I was like, this... Now, I I know everybody can't meet my standard of excellence when it comes to accents, but I felt like Chris Pratt was really stinking it up. You get used to it. I mean, he's <laughs> he's the weakest link for sure. Like Jack Black is like fantastic, um, but yeah, it was fine. So okay, yeah, I I was gonna go see it, but spring break is here, and so the movie theater has been more crowded than usual. And I like to pick a random day and time when ain't nobody in that bitch. So. Yeah. Maybe next week. Yeah, maybe yeah. like next mm-hmm. Wednesday or something. But mm-hmm. it's too many people in that bitch right now for me. And approx- in approximately three weeks, they will probably have a streaming release date. Mm, I'm not going to pay to stream it, though. That's my problem. No, what I'm saying is it may, it may jump to like a... I don't know where that would land like a peacock parable. oh okay got you i'm trying to think of because oh, i don't want to do the work I, it, <laughs> it might just Somewhere. end up on one of the apps okay for you to stream or then just go on prime and you pay the 19.99 or whatever and then you can Ooh, watch whatever you want no for 20 dollars, i'm going to the theater where i can get wine and nachos and recline back but, in the seat but if you just buy it for 20 bucks on Amazon, I know. you can have wine and nachos at home and watch no, it. No, but the point is that I need to start leaving my house. The point is I spend too oh. much time here. Yeah. <laughs> I spend way too much time in these yeah. four walls. So Yeah, that's fair. So I've gone to the theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little things like the movies are ways for me to to literally get out of my house because I will stay cooped up in this bitch 24-7 if you let me, so. Also, you have to keep in mind the movie movie experience is so different. 
Although yes. I'm a big fan, a big fan of watching some of these blockbusters directly at my house. I didn't have a problem mm-hmm. when the theaters were shut down and the girls oh, were yeah, like no. here. Mm-mm. I enjoyed it. It sure really didn't. was a problem for me. Sure didn't. But like Wakanda Forever? Come on. Everything before the vaccine came out, I was fine with skipping. I really was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was fine. Like, girl, I'm not going nowhere. Literally don't even ask. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that includes the fucking movies. Like, go sit in a, a room that don't get aired out and go breathe with you niggas. No thanks. But, yeah. you know, things are, they are where they are. And, and I'm trying. I'm making an effort to go outside. I that... went to the nightclub the other day. And you know I don't do that. <laughs> It was Dustin's birthday. Yes, which is the only reason. Happy birthday, Dustin. <laughs> Happy belated birthday, Dustin. You will do that. You will do that. I feel like the the, the four times I've been to the club with you, <laughs> it has been someone's birthday. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Every, like every time. And you are you have a great time. I do. You do your Irish goodbye. I I actually didn't that do that. An Irish goodbye? Yeah, where you just leave and don't tell nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Is that offensive? I don't All know. Right, we would have to Irish. ask the, the Irish. It wouldn't offend. I would be proud of that. Oh, well, unless it depends. Yeah. It depends on who uses it and why and when. Yeah, I guess so. But I actually didn't do that this time. The party ended at 10, and so I left at 10.01. And... Work <laughs> I mean, it wasn't for me. No way. You know, like... <laughs> I was welcome, but was it for me? I wouldn't say that. But the whole time I was like, wow, I'm breathing in countless, countless bacteria, countless niggas are hollering to fucking Cardi and Ice Spice and Nicki Minaj and shit. And I'm just breathing it all in. Oh, boy. I went to everyday people. Last week. Oh, but everyday people is outside. It is outside. I'm not. I'm, I'm, this is this is separated. Oh, okay. Us. All right. <laughs> when that fucking boy is a liar song came on. Oh my god. Oh my god. What is it about that song? <laughs> I promise you, I was looking for a friend of mine, <laughs> like trying to get through the crowd. Ice Spice came on, and the way that grown up. Yeah. Big grown niggas went off. I literally texted again. I was like, "Never mind. I will try again later," because I can't get through. Like this is it is violent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and for a rap girl who rarely va- raises her voice, it's yeah. just in. Um, it's something about this yeah, song that really I Spice has gets y'all going. <laughs> y'all in a chokehold. She does. And I think it's very cute. I mean, I enjoy her. Yeah, she's fun. I just, you know, the clubhouse is where I don't go. And so I was really shocked. (laughs) I was just stunned at what was waiting on me in there. It was actually a very crazy night. But, you know, for my friends, I will do things I would not ordinarily do. And I can can say that I had a good time. And I'm going to send you a cookie that right Because you know the club is full of dramatics and people are inebriated in multiple ways and not thinking twice about the decisions they're making. So, but you know, I sat there with my little drink and my blunt and, and I had fun for Dustin. That's, so, that's 
That's about it. Yeah, it is. I don't know why we started talking about the club, but I don't know. We were talking about Super Mario. I don't even. Are we even doing hot tops anymore? <laughs> Love and Hip Hop is coming back, and it's coming back as a reboot. How? Mm-hmm. How can it reboot? I don't know. What? Well, apparently, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is moving from VH1 to MTV. Oh, you know, they are oh. shifting things around over there. Drag Race recently made mm-hmm. the leap. Uh, to MTV, you know, you know, BT Media Group is about to be on sale. Tyler Perry is going to own that, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And so, uh, with this move comes an alleged reboot where they say that the series will take a more, quote, documentary approach to storytelling. <laughs> and we'll follow the lives of women in Atlanta trying to build their empire. It sounded like that one show on uh, BET that I haven't seen. There's that show. Oh, God, I'm going to lie about what it's called. <laughs> There's a show with, like, um, girls I'm pretty sure it's based in Atlanta. And most of them are, like, Instagram influencers and stuff and models. Mm, okay. Um, so that's what this sounds like. But, I mean, I don't know. Are they going to have, like, a brand new cast? Yeah, this is what I'm... St- thinking because like no shade who is even on loving hip-hop atlanta anymore and i don't know i haven't watched in a while why do you think mtv would be the better audience i mean i don't think it's that that <laughs> like vh1 and, and mtv to me don't have like a crazy different i wouldn't be surprised i mean i'm sure vh1 is probably a taste older Older? You think so? I mean, hell, I really don't know. Because the only time... I mean, I, I'm trying to think I don't of, know much about their programming right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I watch Drag Race, obviously. And then that art reality show that they were doing that aired right the after exhibit. Drag Race. They got me with the exhibit. Yeah, That's that good. good. But otherwise, I don't really tune into MTV, so... I know they still do, like... Are you the one or X on the beach one of those dating yeah, shows? But I don't know if that's MTV or if those are on Paramount. Like I don't I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like all of this shit though belongs in the same bucket. <laughs> so if it's you know, if that's what they're doing over there at, at Love and Hip Hop, it sounds like I'm not shocked at all that they're, you know, trying to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. Duh. Um, and if they're gonna try to go back to a, a more grounded approach at um, taking us to the lives of of women in the hip-hop industry, whether mm-hmm. they work in, in hip-hop themselves directly or dating someone who does. If they're going to do something more like the earlier years of love and hip-hop, I'm, I'm all for it, rather than this weird, soapy, <laughs> <laughs> like, poorly filmed shit yeah. that they were doing when Love and Hip Hop Atlanta initially took off. Right. So, I guess we'll just see what they come up with, but mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan. of. It's been years since I've watched Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. So, yeah. It was bad. Do whatever. <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking, like, is it is it going to improve? Like, I think that they can, like, I think that if if this is like a true reboot and like I say, they try to do something that is more docu-style, a little bit more serious and not like highly produced, dramatic, unnecessary, come to my single cover release party and throw a drink. Like if it's just going to be okay. more, <laughs> you know, serious. Yeah, that's legit. 
I mean, and every reality show needs drama. Like, they have to have some form of drama, right? But Mm -hmm. even, like, early Love and Hip Hop New York and maybe, like, the first season of Atlanta, the drama felt, like, a little bit more natural. Yeah. And now it's just like, ooh, storyline. And then it just turned into, yeah, Yeah. this weird shit where it's like, you don't know this person, but that's your cousin. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It really did. It just turned into this weird (laughs) just thing with no boundaries and whatever. Yeah, I agree. Um, Daniel Caesar is so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He's really sorry, you guys. I died. Because you know he's Canadian, so he's sorry. Yeah, you're you're no, you're doing great. You're killing it. <laughs> so, a couple years ago, Daniel Caesar got his drunk ass on, on Instagram Live or someplace. He went live oh, with funny. a couple of his friends. I don't know if this thing was at a pizzeria. He was somewhere public, drunk boots. And so, there was this white woman who was doing the most. She's been got up out of here, I believe. So, I'm not even really paying her no dust. Yeah. Um... And he kept found himself trying to defend her and, you know, say, why are black people always so mean to white people? White people deserve to be... Just caping for white people out of absolutely nowhere. Nobody asked for For no reason. At all. <laughs> and on top of saying all of that, that his friends refused to stop, he also said numerous times, cancel me. I want to be canceled. Cancel me. I don't care if you cancel me. To which the Black community collectively said, <laughs> go. You got it. <laughs> that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> we could do that. You just got here. We, you got that one song. Most of us don't even know it. Bye. <laughs> so. <laughs> Bless you. Know. Yep. Yep. It's literally that. In the here and now of things, you know, he said in an interview for Apple Music uh, uh, that, where's the quote? He completely understand the response. He said, and in time, after taking time to get over myself and to really honestly look at myself and everything that was happening, I was wrong. I was wrong, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> For a long time, I was like, you can't do anything. You can't Mushroom. say anything without whatever. Mushroom. You can <laughs> do and say whatever you want, but it's like for every action, there's the equal opposite reaction. And then he started saying some fucking crystallized poet. Okay. So, you know, the doll baby says that she's sorry and she's gotten over herself. And, um,. Okay. You know, there you have it. Now, personally, like, I don't wish this young man anything but growth and health. Okay, amen. And um, good will hunting. What? Um, But <laughs> I'm good. Because, see, here's the thing. I didn't lose nothing when this happened. And I damn sure haven't, yes. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't care about his music then. I don't really care about his music now. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm, like, this doesn't feel like my fight. Um, Correct. So I'm I'm cool. You know, if he genuinely has learned something about himself and uh, how he chooses to express himself and, you know, things about his history and things of that nature, then cool, good for him. 
Um, I just, I'm this. <laughs> he never did anything for me anyway. Mm-hmm. He definitely does give me like I had nothing but white friends K through. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that is I feel like that's really evident in the way yeah. he speaks and everything else. I I have always enjoyed his music. Like if I hear a a Daniel Caesar song, I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. And I really love what's one of what's the what name what's the one of the name of his songs. He did best. Part. That's no shade. I'm not even trying to be funny. I really don't know. <laughs> I'm trying did. to name because I know I know like his lead single. If you played it, I'd recognize it. But I don't know what it's called. He um. So I don't probably don't know the biggest songs, but he did best part with her with her. No, and I'm actually not sure not that one. <laughs> okay, well, that was I really love that duet. The two of them. No, I'm just I'm just. Trying. No, I know I know I know that that's not the song you was thinking of or whatever, and I'm not gonna be able to help you with that. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't, so I don't feel like he makes bad music or whatever. Like, I do no. like the songs that I've randomly heard of his. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like this. But I wasn't so invested that it was going to be hard for me to not fuck with a nigga who decided to fall on the sword behind a white woman who was being racist any fucking way. Like, right. Like, right. I'm not that attached to my nigga. You just got here. So. It's just, I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> How you going to dare niggas not to fuck with you? <laughs> I'm sure we talked about it then. Like, all right, girl. And probably ain't brought his name up on this show since that day. So. Church is over. <laughs> right? Church, the service is over. Okay. You gone in the back to get you a plate of greens, yeah. some chicken and, mm-hmm. and, and, and yams and all that. Yep. Somebody says, hey, here's some potato salad. Now, there's a dollop of shit inside. <laughs> And I dare you not to eat it, bitch. <laughs> like, it's giving like this is girl, there are other sides. This isn't hard I, at all, right? I have, I will skip the tater salad entirely. Like, I don't need to scoop around the edges. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> oh, don't threaten me with a good time, Joe. So Yeah, so I I I don't deny he don't deny his talent or ability to make good mm-hmm. music. You know what yeah. I mean? He was I really like, <clears throat> like we said, like really had just gotten here and was doing really well and then just kind of fell on a sword by a racist white woman. Right. So it's just like, all right, girl, but mm-hmm. if this, if this helps some people come around, or I, th- maybe this, because he admitted that he did hurt people yeah. well, behind what he said. So for actual fans of his um hopefully this does something mm-hmm. like people who really were genuinely disappointed and hurt because they were his big fans of his mm-hmm. hopefully this moves the needle in some way for them or at least gives them for some form of closure because i can't imagine being like a black kid who is a big fan of someone mm-hmm. and, then, and, and a black woman at that mm-hmm. Which I'm sure many of his fans were. Absolutely. The music? Please. So, Please. Yeah. Be serious. Like. I hate that. I. So. I think the. What, what's holding me back from really embracing it is that he did this as part of his promo tour for this new album. Yeah, of course. So it's like. If you had did this six months ago, or really at any, because it's been a while since Daniel Caesar told us 
to not fuck with him no more. And you could have like you could have just done this really at any point in time other than when you were promoting new music. It's almost like you knew you needed to say it in order to get certain people to stream your shit or buy your shit. And so it's like as much as I like the sound of the apology, I kind there is a part of me that doubts the sincerity you, of it for you, that reason. Yeah, you're going to consider timing. Yeah. Because you're grown. <laughs> I am, right. But I also know a lot of the Daniel Caesar fans probably said, well, bitch, that's all I needed to see. And went and streamed that shit, went and downloaded it immediately. I'm sure the Caesarians couldn't wait to get Caesarian! back. <laughs> I'm sure they couldn't wait to get back on their shit. So good for them, you know. Good for the people who are getting some of their joy back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to move on. This cesarean almost killed me. Okay. Uh, Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um... <laughs> child <laughs> so first of all I did not know that Billy McFarland was out of prison Billy McFarland the white man who gooped a whole bunch of rich white folk to go to an, a speck of land in the Bahamas not the fire festival white bread <laughs> yes 
He's out of jail. He's been out for a year. Oh, white people never really face punishment, do they? No, they let him out early. He had a six-year sentence. They let him out a year early. I didn't even realize it had been that long, to be honest with you. COVID zipped us through. Wow. But wow, wow, the dog wow. got out a year ago and tweeted. <laughs> a year ago. <laughs> tweeted about three days ago. Fire Festival 2 is finally happening. Girl, girl, girl. Tell me why you should be invited. Why I should be invited? <laughs> Tell me why you shouldn't be indicted. <laughs> you are so pleased. I took myself down with that one. Woo! <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, okay, I'm back. Okay. Yo, I'm back. So, I'm back. I just am proud of that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you should. Do it. That was fantastic. You ate. No crumbs. <laughs> okay. So this white man said the Fire Festival 2 was finally happening. Talk about tell me why you should be invited. Keep in mind, about a week prior to that, he also tweeted, I owe people $26 million. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how I'm going to pay it back. I spend half my time filming TV shows. The other half, I focus on what I'm really, really good at. Girl, scamming? <laughs> Fraud? Theft? <laughs> what? Embezzlement? I don't, what are you talking about? I'm the best at coming up with wild, creative, Getting talent together and delivering the moment. No, no. You have You're documented <laughs> proof. You have two oh. documentaries. Come on now. Woo. Two films <laughs> that prove the opposite, Bill. The literal exact opposite. Delivering a moment, you don't do that. <laughs> We all saw that man get on TV and admit that he was going to suck dick for some pallets of water. When it gets to the point that you're blowing cock <laughs> so people don't die Come on. out on the beach of dehydration. Come on. Billy. Billy. Girl. No, ma'am. Does he need medication? Where is this? Not even, I'm not trying to be funny. I mean, he, he truly may. I don't know the answer to that. But which artist would even sign on to this? Who would attach their name to this? That's what I'm saying. And here's a gag, right? The concept itself, sickening. Oh, it yeah. was always a sickening concept, mm -hmm. right? Very, you know, ex exclus exclusive. Yeah. And yep. Exclusionary. Yeah, uh, this what exclusive. And exclusionative. Tends, tends to do. Exclus mm -hmm. Exclusavious. Exclusavious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I could absolutely see in many respects, even though the, the first one was a literal, like, failure in every respect, mm -hmm. a dumpster fire of an event. I could see some white people that are just filled to the brim with no. coke and opioids. <laughs> that like like rich, rich, rich white people with money to throw around to being like, let's do it right. Let's do it right. The problem is 
Who in their right mind <laughs> and right coin would do that with yes. an actual crook? Right. And like terrible, unreliable person. Yeah. There's a reason people don't just throw festivals. There are a lot of goddamn work. So And much. they're extremely and expensive. <laughs> wanted to build one bitch, from the actual bitch, literal ground. Ground up. up on undeveloped land and ended up having them kids out there in tents using the flashlights on their phones to scavenge for cheese bread. You fed them Wonder Bread <laughs> and Kraft Single. Oh. They were promised Kendall Jenner. <laughs> they were. And Follette Mignon. <laughs> so... No, no, mm-mm. there's just no way to have something that exclusive and then actually make your like if it, if Firefest was legitimate, it would have cost way more than one or two thousand dollars to go. Because you're going to need to charge a hell of a lot of money in order to actually do everything that this man claimed to be able to do. So I mean, well, some some tickets were on sale for up to seventy five. Okay, but I'm I'm thinking like an average ticket price of ten thousand dollars. Oh yes, yes. One, you're, you're these like, private planes and 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 that's luxury like villas and shit. Standing only general admission. Yes, like, that absolutely. Is like bottom of yes, of the, because the whole experience was supposed to be luxury. So even the bottom level ticket was supposed to be a luxurious experience. And there's just no way you're gonna fly people out to this island in the middle of the fucking ocean and have all of this luxury shit and all of these celebrities here and everything is just rich without charging rich ass. Like it just was, it was a scam from the very beginning. I'm sorry for the people who got caught up the first time around, but if you sign up for this shit again. Okay, so listen. Baby, you better not. (laughs) No, you better not. A big part. You better squash it down. Wants to really (laughs) wants for this to happen. I'm not nothing. Not involved, (laughs) bitch. Please, no. Ain't no way. But who? I I mean I don't. Someone listen. Don't you ever, ever underestimate stupid. Oh yeah. And just from my own, we have been through a lot these past couple of years since Firefest one. Oh yeah, sure. We deserve <laughs> to laugh at some white people again. <laughs> there's just and if this no happens again, no, there's no way. Mm-mm. He's not even going to be able to use like artists are not even going to fall for this again. He would have to not. No, I mean, I I truly don't know who would. Yeah. Who would this work is with him? Dead in the water. This he is just. You know, I'm surprised he doesn't have like a GoFundMe. Just like asking people to straight up give him money. You might as well, because at least that's legal. Whatever it is he's talking about here with this, why should you be invited? Don't don't send this man none of your information. You will be scammed. Just. <laughs> I feel like you should know that about him, but in case you don't know, please pick up that little piece of advice and hold it close. Nick Cannon was on Howard Stern where he talked about his children. Oh, no. 
Um, and at some point said that he, or I'll say he joked that he wouldn't mind having a baby again with Taylor Swift. Um, why? I just got so tired. I didn't even, <laughs> I feel like I put a spell on myself. <laughs> why Taylor Swift of all people? Because Howard Stern is being messy. Oh. So the nigga got 12 kids. Um, and, uh, he said something like, who, if there was a woman out there, any woman, who would be the woman that you, that would make you have another baby? And then he said something like, uh, if Taylor Swift, like he threw out Taylor Swift and the candle was like, absolutely. She's a great songwriter. And, you know, we, she's also been out there in a way that, like, he basically implied both of us have been hoes. Like, I've been linked to what? a bunch of women. She been linked to a bunch of men. Uh, so, like, uh, he said me and Taylor's numbers are very similar when we're no, talking about being in these no, streets. That That's what true. he said. Mm-mm. Taylor Swift, and, like, for you to put me in a space where <laughs> I have to defend this person okay. to me, jail. <laughs> Jail and prison, <laughs> prison and jail. <laughs> right, because I'm Taylor, sorry. You're not finna lie on Taylor Swift like that, my nigga. She don't have a litter of children from every relationship Are either. you dizzy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a turban too tight. That lady may have dated numerous people and they give her pressure for all that, but she does not have a dozen children walking behind right. her. And, you know, and she goes are, down to the Dave and Buster. These are relationships that she has been in. We don't know that you have been in a relationship with any of these women other than Mariah. Let's have tea. Are you kidding? <laughs> to compare, I'm done. if I, I was feel Taylor disgusted. Swift, I would be highly offended. How dare you compare your dick and the things you have chosen to do with it to me and my personal life? You are joking. <laughs> Bitch, there's <What>? no way. <laughs> <laughs> no, mm-mm. a whore That's like Cannon. Because most of the most of the niggas that Taylor Swift was dating were like people that we had heard of, yeah, uh, like other celebrities, other celebrities, da-da-da-da-da, like. So that's why a lot of the times they were people that you know, like her numbers or whatever you were saying, or like people discuss them, <laughs> like. We knew of the people that you were dating if you dated them because they were pregnant. Literally that. For all of them except Mariah Carey. Literally. <laughs> all of them. And we're not we're not counting the people you have dated. We're counting the people you have procreated with. Right. So how are you even compare talking about you and Taylor have similar numbers? No, you don't. Taylor has given birth to zero people. What a show. <laughs> as far as we know. <laughs> as far as I know, as a non-fan, like, I just, the audacity, I just would be so offended if a known whore like Nick Cannon compared, <laughs> compared his sex life to mine. You're, no, you're no. spitting in my goddamn face. <laughs> Oh, goodness. House Stern is messy. House <laughs> Stern also challenged this motherfucker to name all 12 of his kids or something <laughs> like that in order, which, of course, he failed. He forgot one of them. 
which is just like if that's not enough to just be like all right what did i tell y'all about it being impossible to parent that many different fucking kids scattered across households in in north america I mean, I'm sure you can afford that many kids, but parent all of parent them, them? got to be no. like, you're impossible. Impossible. When you can't name all of your children, when you can't... That's a lot of them. When you literally sure cannot name... Maybe it's time to stop. Maybe it's time to just put your dick on ice. Get you a chastity belt. Oh, God will decide. So... I mean, the thing is that God gave us so many options for controlling, like, you, you it is just. <laughs> God said, uh-uh, get somebody <laughs> else to do it. <laughs> How you going to put that on God when God is like, girl, I gave you vasectomies, I gave you abstinence, I gave you pulling out, m- mixed results on that one, I gave you condoms, I gave you anal, there are so many options. I gave you, I gave you blowjobs. <laughs> I gave you the weird shit y'all like to do with feet. You just don't have to. There's so many options. There are. I gave you them all new weird electronic shit that y'all be trying to sell me on Instagram. You gotta hook up to a fucking F-150 to charge it. I gave you sex dolls. Kleenex is right there. Another all-time great invention. Like... There's just so many places you could put your ejaculate. It, this child kid. What else? What What was he even there to talk about? Please tell me he was there to promote a job. Because I know he needed to be um, working. I'm not 100% sure, but I know that he does have a new daytime show, like a radio show coming to AMP for one of the... Um, the like streaming. Oh, apps. right, right, right. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if he was there to promote that or something else, but I did read that he has like a new morning show coming out. So maybe it was something. <sighs> yeah, like that. yeah. You need to. It get was to also work. interesting to see Howard and Robin. I haven't like seen video of them in a while. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And it's like crazy to me that they're still just they're doing that. Probably making so much a second, fucking I was like, money. <laughs> what if you and I are like seventy? <laughs> <laughs> and still on the fucking mic. <laughs> oh my god! What if you or I are sixty-five, seventy plus, still talking? You know about, what? Like, and Blue Ivy's fourth <laughs> album. And if we are wealthy, <laughs> then, yeah, I mean, then, you know. Maybe so. Maybe so. But right now, I can't picture it. What? I can't wait to be a golden girl. Yeah, me the fuck up. Eat it. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> go eat my oatmeal in the morning, do some fucking gardening, go walk around the mall. <laughs> yes. Either. Come home and get ready for dinner in bed. <laughs> oh. Uh, um. Speaking of children, they say Marcus Houston married one. And oh yes, gross. <clears throat> uh, Marcus Houston has an episode of TV One Uncensored, uh, where he talks about, uh, I guess his career and whatever he's been doing as of late, including uh, his relatively new marriage to a woman who is now twenty-two. 
years old, who was 19 when they were married. Um, I don't remember the girl's name. I'm not even going to say it. Uh, but uh, I did read that aside from the fact that they got married when she was 19. And I mean, he's 41 now. Yeah. And that was two, three years ago. Um, apparently she had also been like reported missing or something like her family didn't know where she was, something yeah. like that. And then she popped back up and she was with Marcus Houston and she was 18. Yeah. That's I I heard that too and I was really confused like how, what like I I don't know the details of that. Like I don't know exactly how this girl went from like a missing person to popping up on, um, you know, married to Marcus Houston and maybe they'll talk about that in the show, but when she was 17, you were 36. <laughs> He said in a little clip that I watched of the episode, he was like, I met her and she was like, I don't, don't nobody care about you. Don't, you ain't famous no more. I never, I didn't even know who you were. I didn't even know who you were. Like, of course you know who you were when you, she was a baby, when she was born. Nigga. Right. Like, well, nobody's singing no motherfucking damn shirt. Like, Sister Sister was already, if not off the <laughs> air, finna be off the air. Like, them hoes had definitely, by, when this girl was born, they had, they was definitely in college. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just forgot about Roger. <laughs> like, I really did. I just I completely forgot are. about Roger. I'm trying to think of like the the newest thing that Marcus Houston did that somebody in Gen Z would fucking recognize him for. And it's like maybe, maybe the tail end of sister, sister, if you were even still I, around. I honestly think Sister Sister reruns would probably be the closest. Uh, right. No shade. Like, no, I mean that's that's just true. And mm-hmm. so yeah. anytime, you know, talking about, oh well, you know, we met when she was 17 and we kept it cute till she was legal. I don't even want to hear that. Like, you really go somewhere else with that. I am not a fucking fool. I just don't know, like all the like alleged creepiness aside, I'm just like, I'm 41 and my nigga is 22. It ain't no way. And we've been together for five years, or we met five years ago. If I, as a 36, 37-year-old, met a teenager, a teenager, and then turned around and started sleeping with that person, people would quite rightfully look at me like, oh, this bitch is on her predator shit. Like, no shade. I have had moments where I imagined myself, if if I'm blessed to live a long life, you know, uh, just having trade around, oh, like, yeah. but not fucking or marrying them even. Just <laughs> somebody to make sure that I know what the latest stuff is. Somebody to make sure, sh- <laughs> you know, yeah. to fight to keep me awake before six. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, after six. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> to <mean>. keep me <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> from falling asleep. And to just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get me out the house. Right. And like, and look good and fine. And just, you know what I mean? Like, I've absolutely. But like, marrying or or even, sleep, I don't know. Yeah. David Geffen just allegedly married like a 30-year-old. Um, and he's 80. I mean... But he's shares seven point seven billion dollars. So that thirty year old doll baby knows exactly. And what time it is. thirty, 
I feel like you. you you know exactly what you're doing at 30. Thank you. You know at 30, exactly what you're doing. You your are signing up and to get paid. Is yes. Completely different. Completely different than seven fucking teams. And Marcus Houston's net worth is probably lower than mine. So. So. <laughs> so there's just a lot of questions. I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't understand how you as a grown-ass man look at a teenager and decide that's what you want to do. At least Cher's boyfriend is like 36, even though she old as, even though she old as hell. Yeah, at least how old her- is Amy? Bitch, I just read an article today that says she's blo- allegedly blowing through her cash to keep him happy. And I was like, this sounds like some um, tabloid foolishness or whatever. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I doubt Cher will ever be like broke or whatever. But at least at least that person is also, you know, like 36. You know what you are doing if you choose to engage in a relationship with a much older person, especially if that person is 37. This is what I'm saying. Like he's grown. It's, you know, people are like, oh, a 40-year age gap. Like, that's weird. But at least he's an adult. He is an adult. Who she met as an adult. Because that's what got me about Larsa Pippen, too. Fucking around with old boy's son. Like, with, um... Michael Jordan's son. Yes. Oh, boy. Lord. (laughs) But, like... That fair. I'm not good one. Somebody you met as a child? I'm sorry. The shit is gross to me. It's really fucking sick. So it's nothing Marcus Houston can say that's going to make that dynamic okay with me. Nothing. But I wasn't checking for this nigga at all. So I forgot that he existed in this. He has not been any of my business since the late 90s. Yeah. Not at all. Not since Immature. Not since IMX. (laughs) Was he (laughs) in that? (laughs) He was in You Got Served. I think. No, I think he was the only one from the that I don't remember. It was that was a B2K movie, but he was in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Well that yeah. Okay. Gross. God bless them. I think they have a child together too now. So Oh, well, you know, so good luck to her and her baby. Um, I think that's it for All right. Topics. Let's take a break and move on. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like mm-hmm. my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. 
So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Okay, folks, we're back. It's time for your letters. Yes, it is. <clears throat> Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. We have two relationship questions today. Our first one comes from Raven, who says, I'm 23 years old, a senior in college. <clears throat> And I also work a full-time corporate job. (laughs) That's a Raven was such an iconic moment. Really was. And Raven's Home is good, too, in case you didn't know. You know, I have it. You know, you were on Raven's Home way before I did, but I checked Mm -hmm. it out. It is good. Yeah, it's cute. So this Raven says, I live in a one-bedroom apartment in downtown Houston, and I pay my own rent and tuition. These responsibilities alone have me quite overwhelmed, especially since I struggle a lot with anxiety and depression. I'm currently dating a guy my age who hasn't quite gotten where he wants to be career-wise, which I understand. He's working a job on my side of town, and since his home with his family would make for an hour commute, we agreed that he could stay at my place a few days a week to make things easier for him. The problem is that this nigga has probably only left my house for two or three nights in the entire past month. (laughs) See? There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's eating me mm-hmm. out <laughs> he's eating me out of house and home and I feel like the apartment that I work yep. hard to keep is no longer mine <laughs> his stuff is all over the place he's controlling about when I come and go and he only contributes about $100 a month which does not even cover the utilities mm-hmm. I would feel like a bad girlfriend for inconveniencing him and asking him to go back home but I'm losing my patience <laughs> Am I being unreasonable for feeling used? I genuinely feel drained, but when I talk to him, he asks me if I understand how tired he is from work and makes me feel selfish for even trying to discuss it. I'm a major pushover, and he's a controlling and demanding person, so I constantly feel small and defeated. Any advice would be appreciated. Sending you both love, Raven. Raven... Bless. If you gaze into the future, <laughs> you know life can be a breeze. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> when there's trouble on the dis- <laughs> <laughs> go right. <laughs> Listen, if you don't tell this nigga to get his ashy cloven ass out of your goddamn house, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, no. This is the problem. You give a nigga a square inch, he will take your kitchen, bedroom, and half bath. Tell him to get out. <laughs> he has got to get out of your house. What the fuck? Oh. Eating you out of house and home. Oh, no. 
Are you tell him to leave? He's taking advantage of you, and you know that motherfucker shit. And you're talking about he. You said he's controlling and demanding two things that don't make sense for a nigga who live at home with his mother. <laughs> so, what you need to do is go to him as a grown up who has your own place that he is relying on, oh and say God. boundaries need to be set because I'm the one who live here. Is he paying rent? He is contributing a hundred dollars a month which does not even cover the utilities. Meanwhile, she's paying the rent and her own tuition, all of the bills, groceries, everything. <laughs> and you are in Houston, Texas? Yeah. Where the average nigga can get me pregnant? It's a lot of beautiful people in Houston. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby. I would go so far as, like, not even just getting out of your house. You need to break up with this man. Listen, I... Crystal. (laughs) Crystal. (laughs) I literally... I swear to God. (laughs) What website am I on right now? What? I literally went to U-Haul to see how much it could cost in your area for you to get all of his things out of your goddamn Uh, house. Tell this nigga to beat feet forever. Yeah. It don't even sound like he really owns anything. So he should be able to pack his things up in his own vehicle. It shouldn't even take more than one trip. Get Get that nigga. shit. Matter of fact, get the fuck out. You have to have a, a Wally World near you somewhere. Oh, yeah. In Houston, for sure. I'm going to go on H-E-B? Instacart. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they do an Instacart. Now, you could get a Jansport backpack for $65. Oh. And that's a limited edition one right there, baby. Bye. So I feel like you have enough space right there. He can take that $100 that he would have contributed to nothing. Get him a backpack. Yeah, he might even be able to get a duffel if he yeah. if he's got it at Ross. Then never speak to him again. Never. Are you like Mm-mm. controlling and demanding who to do what? You don't have no place to go. Right. Besides home. Go home. Go home, Roger. You got to do it. He went straight from his mama's titty to yours. And, but what's worse is he came to your house thinking he was going to start running shit with the same no money that he was putting in at his mama's house. Well, she got rules. (laughs) I bet you his mama got rules at her house. You ain't got no rules. You ain't got no rules at your house, though. Imagine a nigga who is not even putting in enough to fill up your tank every month. Imagine that same nigga trying to tell you when you can come and go. From the home that you pay rent in by yourself. I can't, I can't fathom a nigga coming in here and and telling me what I can and can't do when it comes to moving around this bitch. Are you kidding? Where I pay every single bill alone and literally don't need you? Baby. You couldn't tell me. Baby. 
what I'm having for dinner in this goddamn house. Trash You bags. couldn't tell me what the thermostat is set to in this bitch. Not, and it would be different if he was staying at your house, but he was the perfect house guest and you just were sick of him being in your house, but he was like a nice guy and, you know, like nothing really to complain about. Like that would be harder actually to kick him out. But this nigga is in your house and he's a bitch. <laughs> Keep in mind, that would be harder to kick him out. You would still have every right. Oh, yeah, no, you would still need to kick him out. But at least, you know, it's harder to do when the person is it a nice be person. More, yes. yes, but this is a bitch. He is an ultimate final level. Yeah, he is. He is. Big boss bitch. He's just waiting to impregnate you, Raven. Girl, get out. Get out before you end up pregnant. What you do is you never speak to him again. Uh-uh. You send him right back to his mammy's house. That's right. Where he can have a snack pack of Jello <laughs> and a cheese it and mind his motherfucking business right over there and contribute nothing. How you trying to run shit when you don't pay no bills? How? How? We're not married. This isn't our home. This is my apartment. There is one person's name on the lease. Who are you talking to? Uh Uh-uh. No. Put his things in trash bags. (laughs) And leave it in the fucking hallway. (laughs) No, nigga. We are absolutely done. Uh, Girl. I know you said that you feel like you're a, a major pushover. And I think he knows that. He 1,000% knows. He knows that he can... That's why he's doing exactly what he's doing. That he can bully you in your own damn home. And also, prepare for the moment that you stand up for yourself and you say enough is enough. Prepare for, you know, the game to switch up and for the possibility of, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. Do like... The gaslighting. All of the gaslighting, all of the manipulation is going to come up to the surface. Don't fall for it. Don't. Because you know what that really is? That's a man who's desperate because he realizes he's going to have to go back to his mama's house. Right. And now he's scared because that's what he... And he can't have friends over (laughs) and don't have no high fructose corn syrup. And he got to turn the Xbox (laughs) off after nine. And you won't be telling your mama when you can and can't, when she can and can't leave the house. You won't be doing that. You know what, Raven? Imagine this is like... Your female friend, best friend or something like that, moving into your home and then acting this exact same way. Same attitude, same contributions to the home. Would you still be struggling with (laughs) kicking her out of your house? Mm -hmm. I don't think you, I don't, I mean, I don't know you, but I'm going to hazard a guess and say no, that it would be a lot easier for you and the dick is what has really got your mind cloudy right now or maybe it's the feelings for this man what you thought y'all's relationship could be but baby you are 23 you about to graduate from college you already have a good job probably just gonna level up after that and he knows it he can tell he has bagged himself a bitch who can take care of herself and who is headed places and where he's at right now is exactly where he's going to stay if you let him (laughs) Girl, get this man the fuck out your house. 
Child girl. Absolutely. No, let him go figure it out at his, at his mama's house. Oh, he's 23 <laughs> and not where he wants to be in his career. Hello, that is very fucking normal because you're 23 years old. And we live in right. America. Things are hard. Yep. So that's an extremely common story. You know what he can do? Go home like every other 23-year-old and figure it out at home. I was at home. This is not your child. <laughs> I went home too. This is not your <laughs> I mean, briefly, and then left and never went back. But, but yeah, the, you have no obligation to care for this man, to house him, to support him. And the way that he is treating you is why I really want you to end the relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it would have been, like you said, it would have already been, like, it would have been complicated, but the bottom line would have been the same. Yeah. If he were, like, a really nice guy and it was just, like, impeding on your comfort mm-hmm. uh, in your space that you're paying in, whatever. But him doing all of that and also being bitch man yeah, and no. controlling and mm-hmm. an asshole. No. If you don't get your motherfucking ass missing. Right. If he was nice, I would have said, oh, y'all should sit down and talk it out and Really, you know, blah, 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 and investigate the, the, the feelings. And no, no, this man is mean. I would have told you to come up with a very uh, uh, kind plan together for him to get the fuck up out your house. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you need your piece here. And like, y'all are young. It's, it you know, it's still a fresher relationship. Right. You don't need to live together any goddamn way. So... And you didn't sign up to live with this man. You thought two or three days a week he was really going to be there two or three days a week. You have right. learned a valuable right. lesson. You right. have learned a valuable lesson. Niggas who don't have somewhere else to go will just stay. That's exactly how They'll I just stay been. with you until you make them leave. They will stay. So... Good yeah, luck, Raven, getting this. Yeah, yes. Good luck getting this nigga out your house, though. Call reinforcements if you need to, but... Period. But fuck this and fuck him. All right, our next letter comes from Millie, who says, I'm 25 years old, <clears throat> and I am mostly estranged from my parents because of some stuff that happened as a child and their lack of support for me in some more serious events that occurred in college. However, my parents are now trying to make up for their actions during that time of my life by paying for my college education in full and covering my therapy costs and medications. My partner, Kevin, of almost four years, was not able to afford to to finish undergrad, but he also hasn't had luck in finding a job recently because he doesn't have a degree. So my dad set up a proposal for Kevin where my dad will pay for the rest of Kevin's college education Give us money each month to ease the burden of rent so we can better afford books and other supplies and pay for a round-trip flight for us to go wherever we want for a vacation over the summer. His only contingency is that Kevin must immediately apply for full-time schooling, which would stop Kevin's plan to work full-time. And I have to send my dad proof that Kevin is enrolled full-time. Kevin is unhappy because he doesn't like the contingency of having to be in school and wants to work full time. Instead, I want Kevin to go back to school so we can become the double income. No kids. We want to be and start making a life together away from my parents. How do I get Kevin to see my side or my dad's side? Am I wrong for even going to my dad for help? Should I just tell my dad that Kevin and I will deal with this on our own? Thanks, Millie. I just... She's 25. Her partner is 27. 
Digest. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm trying to think of how many different ways I would praise God <laughs> if I was 27 years old and a lifeline like this just fell down like manna from heaven. Because <laughs> what? You mean <laughs> you you mean I'm 27 unemployed yeah. don't have a degree and somebody comes along and says I will pay for your tuition and give you a stipend to help out with books and stuff and you know throw in a nice vacation for you and my daughter on top of that I'm I <laughs> 10,000 tongues would not be enough <laughs> To praise God for the incredible blessing that has been dropped into my life. I I don't know if like <laughs> I can't. Like, are you? What are you missing? He, what is what is he missing? He wants to be. He doesn't want to be in school full time. He wants to work full time, but he doesn't have any job right now, full or part time. Right. So. So then. So. I don't know, man. No, I, I know. Just, I know. <laughs> I. <laughs> what would you? So, what would you do if you were the girlfriend in this situation and your man was like, "Yeah, I don't know about. <laughs> I don't know about these thousands of dollars your dad is trying to help us with because I would like to work full time." I. I think that I would probably shift either from like confused to offended to not offended <laughs> that like over it or like offended confused over it. Um I'd be good on this nigga because it's like girl now they've been together for almost four years. <laughs> oh. I mean, I kind of understand maybe the idea of like, I don't want to rely on this money from your daddy. Yes. I don't want to have your father um, hold money over us. Mm-hmm. Um and that type of thing, I'd much rather just do my thing and how I want to approach, you know, what I want to do. Um, so while I think the opportunity is really, really, uh, <laughs> like unimaginable, <laughs> like I can't understand how it might make um someone uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, Because even, like, four years is a while, and I'd imagine that (laughs) your partner is a half-decent person if your daddy's willing to do all of this. But, like, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think, like, if if I were your partner and I was in the same situation, I mean, to be honest with you, I was not a big fan of school. But, like, yeah. If 
something like this came out of nowhere, <laughs> I, I think I would consider. I don't know. This is confusing. Well, yeah. So I think part of the issue here is that we're not sure how much Kevin really wants to go back to school. Like you said, he couldn't afford to finish undergrad. And so my assumption is that he wanted to finish and just didn't have the money to do so. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then I'm even more confused by this because it's like, I get what you're saying about not wanting to depend on people and all that. Like, I <laughs> I would have very big issues with, like, depending on somebody else in that way for schooling and to take care of the home or whatever. But, like, when you are unemployed, you're already depending on somebody else to take care yeah. of you. Yeah. So it's like, what exactly doesn't have a job? What, so what exactly are you losing by mm-hmm. taking the chance here? The opportunity that you might get a full time job. Okay, so like, do you want to? So for me, it would. This would be an issue where it's like, I feel like I need to sit down and really talk to my partner about this because you know. I'm 25, you're 27. We've been together for almost four years. At this point, I'm starting to think about, like, long term with us. Are we getting married? Like, are we buying a home? Like, let's start thinking about our future, solidifying shit, you know, whatever. And if he doesn't, if he wants to move in a direction that doesn't involve school, that's fine. You obviously don't need a degree to be successful. But you do need to be doing something. Mm -hmm. Like, you do. Yeah. Like, there is an economic reality here. We live in the United States of America, and therefore we are we are going to have to work in order to care for ourselves. So, like, yeah. do you want to get a job then? Can I, I, can I assume that you're going to ramp up the job search and find yourself a full-time position within the next 60 days? Something where, you know, I'm, I'm guessing you're waiting on a job that you like. Like, so what is the plan then? If you're turning this down, I need to know what your plan is. It can't just be like, right. oh, I need to feel it out exactly. and divide. I'm not. That's what I can't do with you. Yeah. If you're turning this down, I want to. So show me the the business plan then. I need to yeah. know where this relationship <clears throat> is going and like be realistic about planning for the future. Yeah, I think that's nail on the head. Yeah, because this is for just, me. This is too much paying tuition. And giving you a couple thousand dollars a month for to take care of, to help pay the cost of rent, which you, the daughter, are paying because you're the one employed. Right. And a vac- just throwing in a vacation on top of that. <laughs> which is like, girl, <laughs> I'm just like, what don't we get? Right. Can I get a pony? <laughs> like, can I, I want a pony. And a hot <laughs> like, <laughs> like what but i i completely agree with you i completely agree with you on like okay we're so what then theoretically right fuck that fuck this <laughs> this extraordinary yep. wheel of fortune win ass <laughs> like opportunity that truly at the movies <laughs> What then? Like, what is, yeah. what is the plan? Yeah. Because you are not working. Um, and, you know, a lot of this responsibility is falling on me. Yeah. So what what would be the plan? Help me, you know, visualize a timeline or something that would be the alternative to this so that I can be on board with it. Because mm-hmm. right now there is a huge board over here and right. then there's just the wide open ocean on this side. Yeah. So... And his response to that would dictate 
whether I continue with the relationship. Because yeah. if you're like, I mean, or, you know, if you say, okay, so I'll give you, <clears throat> let's say 90 days from now, you'll have a job. If the 90th day comes and goes and this man is still not pressed and still unemployed, then that is also going to be additional information to help me make my decision <laughs> moving forward. Like, I just, good luck to you. But to me, this seems like he he literally has nothing to lose. It's not like your dad is asking him to leave a very lucrative full-time job that he has now in order to go back to school. It's not like somebody's asking him to give up his dream. Imagine this man has two or three semesters left on a degree. This time next year. He could be done. <laughs> so, like I said, you could not get me to stop praising God. When I tell you I would start <laughs> evangelizing <laughs> in the streets, I would be one of them bitches with the abortion posters. <laughs> I would be one of them bitches, except I'm not being hateful. I'm just going around saying, let me tell you about what let the Lord has done. Let me tell you about my God. <laughs> For Shonda. me in my life. <laughs> when I had <laughs> nothing. <laughs> when I was crawling on the goddamn linoleum. <laughs> starving and bleeding. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh man! Before every meal, I, I know you're not putting I anything for grace. Not, I know you didn't. I wouldn't even. Don't take the Lord's name in turn, vain around me. <laughs> did you just turn over and go to bed before you acknowledge Jesus? I know Jehovah you didn't. <laughs> Please, you yeah. have the conversation with your boyfriend. Good luck. I hope it goes well. I hope you have better results than Raven, who just needs to leave that nigga. But, you know, I hope this works out for the best for you and your man. And keep us updated on how it goes. If you have a question for us, you can send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and then we'll be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, y'all, we're back. It's time for the read. Uh, you want to go first? I can. I don't have too much to talk about this week. Um, I 
just knew when I saw the story um, out of Tennessee last week that I was going to be talking about this this week. What mm. I didn't expect was for them to turn around and make it right this quickly. Not necessarily in mm. the same body, but I did not expect for the um, Democratic representatives, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, to be actually reinstated um, after they were expelled by Republicans for actually giving a fuck about their constituents. For actually giving a fuck. This was so stupid. I mean, it was just... yeah. This was 10 days after... A shooter in Nashville killed six people. By now, everybody knows that the Justins, alongside um, a white woman, Gloria Johnson, participated in a gun reform protest on the chamber's floor. This is evidently against the rules of the House. And so, yeah, girl, the Republicans did exactly what you thought they would do, kick the niggas out, and the white woman narrowly avoided the same fate. She literally said afterwards, too, like, oh, I'm pretty sure it's because, I mean, you can just look at them like <laughs> they're black and I'm not. So, obviously, this yeah. is it. So, um, but yes, they have been reinstated, I think, by their, don't get me to lying, their local um, shit. What are they called? Not city councils, because they are, is it? It's like their county councils or something like that. Anyway, they have been reinstated, <laughs> resworn in. They are now back part of the Tennessee House of Representatives. Um, Nashville Council. Yes. Thank you. So, mm-hmm. I just... I just want to say, first of all, these white people were looking for a reason to kick these niggas out. I have a feeling they have disliked these niggas and probably most, if not Mm -hmm. all of the other Democrats in this chamber for a very long time. But especially because these men have reputations for Ben taking, you know, like a huge stand in their communities, been involved, been getting in the faces of politicians, demanding change and talking about why shit is fucked up and how exactly it's fucked up. So as much as I wasn't, as much as I was pissed when I saw it, I wasn't really surprised because knowing white people, I feel like they've probably been like literally just waiting on an opportunity to do a racism. So they couldn't wait. (laughs) But... But what is really blowing me about this is that, like, these niggas didn't just get up and start yelling and screaming and causing commotion out of fucking nowhere. This wasn't something petty or stupid. This wasn't in retribution for something that the Republicans did behind closed doors or other political back and forth nonsense that y'all be doing all the fucking time. They are talking about gun reform. Again, 10 fucking days after somebody killed six people inside of a Nashville school. Mm. They're trying to save lives. Lives of little white children. Like, these are not even, not even necessarily, like, members of their own communities. But they are standing up and saying, we're sick of the way guns have this fucking country, this city, this state in a chokehold, and we need to do something about it. 
And y'all are like, you know what we need to do about you? Kick your black asses <laughs> right on out of here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a county in Texas that that was ordered to like they was they were doing you know the book nonsense where they want to take off anything written by black people or LGBTQ yeah. people and all this. And and so they were ordered to, you know, like, put the books back and stop being a stupid bitch. And now they're talking about just closing the library, just removing the library from the fucking budget. This is the type of shit white people do. Cut, cut off your nose to spite your face. What y'all didn't expect was for the whole fucking country to be tuned in watching that shit live on MSNBC and Kamala to hop her ass in the fucking chopper. That's what y'all didn't expect. <laughs> Jesus. Y'all didn't know Kamala was going to come back from Ghana and be like, oh, actually, let me hightail it right on down to Nashville because the girls oh, have lost God. it. Yeah. So I'm glad that they are uh, back in office. I hope that they are free and safe to do their jobs. And, you know, just another instance of white racists in this country choosing the absolute dumbest way to embarrass themselves. Um, secondly, it was trending on Twitter and Instagram a few hours ago that um, U.S. prosecutors are not going to bring charges in the murder of Shanquella Robinson. If you remember, this was the girl who died in Mexico and the yeah. these people beating on her was like caught on tape. And so I'm... I'm personally extremely confused because the United States District Attorney said that there was not enough evidence of wrongdoing to issue criminal charges. And that is extremely confusing to me. Like, I don't know if it's because it happened in Mexico. Like, does this need to go through the Mexican government first? Like, I'm not I'm not sure how you can see this video and then also say that there's not enough evidence to bring charges like i just don't it's literally it's it's literally not coming together for me so maybe somebody who knows the law can explain how that makes sense but i was just i was just you know it, i was just stunned by this and then of course the family's attorney saying that you know they're disappointed and they're urging the state department you know to prioritize extradition to Mexico of these aggressors named by the authorities and, like, let's actually do something to bring justice to this story, justice to this case, like, regardless of anything else you may think about it, like, to see that girl get beaten like that, and, and you know, I'm not one to watch whole videos and stuff like that, like, the little mm -hmm. clips I see are more than enough, but, like, this girl went on a trip with her friends and did not come back home. There is video of what happened to her. So why exactly are these people going unpunished? I don't care that they were black. It doesn't matter to me that they were black. It's not like, oh, well, they were black, so I don't want them to get in trouble. No, I want these niggas up under the jail for what they did to that girl. So it's really, yeah, it's really not making sense to me. Hopefully some additional details come out that clear this up or we see charges filed some other way because otherwise it just seems like a fucking travesty. Like, how? How does the evidence not support prosecution? How can that be? And finally, 
The last thing I wanted to talk about this week very briefly was that Dalai Lama shit. <sighs> Once again, deeply did not need to see the video. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Did I mean I didn't want to. It auto-played and somebody posted it, and so that was that. Um there's been a lot of conversation about whether this is a a cultural thing. <laughs> Girl, no. It isn't. Like <laughs> A lot of people have said, oh, well, you know, in Tibet, they do this thing where, like, they stick out their tongue and it's a sign of respect or whatever. That's true. And, like, the images that are posted of that are true. However, what is not true is that you then ask a small child to suck on your tongue as part of this tradition. Like, that isn't, first of all, so that isn't true. And secondly... Even if it was true, like if you wanted to just suspend belief and be like, oh, yeah, that is true. So that makes this okay. There are a lot of cultural norms that aren't okay. And if asking Mm. children to suck on adults' tongues is part of your cultural norms, then I then I have a problem with your cultural norms. That shit was disgusting. Kissing the little boy on the lips and then sticking his tongue out, not in a way of it that I had seen in any of the other photos posted of this but like telling a little boy to oh my god and it just what fucked me up was that it the child's face is blurred thank god but it seemed like he was hesitating or uncomfortable like it seemed like because everybody was watching and people were like cheering and all this that i don't know it it just gave me the vibes of like this kid was like do what to your tongue like my nigga is giving weird but the only thing about this, I'm not really shocked when any powerful man turns out to be a creep or like, like to me, the Dalai Lama is now on creep status and always will be. I just would have never expected it. I would have never suspected this of you. But so it's like disappointed, but ultimately not surprised. Because, of course, you're a powerful man who feels like you can do sh- some nasty shit like this. I don't even have to get into the details of why that's fucked up. You know it's fucked up. To then issue an apology like, oh, yeah, um, the His Holiness doesn't really understand why you girls are so pissed. But, you know, this is, you know, our bad. Super sorry that this went viral. Is that what you're apologizing for? If this is what you're doing on camera, in public, I would hate to see what you do behind closed fucking doors. Oh and people defending it, like, girl, find pick another hill. Even if I felt like, oh yeah, this was this is fine. Like, even if I personally felt like, oh, it ain't nothing wrong with this nasty shit. I don't get the big ass deal. I would I would never publicly say that. I would never go die on this hill for the Dalai Lama, a person <laughs> I've never met who means nothing to me and who do not give one flying fuck about me. I just don't. It's it's crazy to me that we can all see something happening so clearly and people will still go out of their way to justify it and make predatory behavior okay. I shouldn't have to say this. It's not okay to ask a child to suck your tongue. Period. I don't care who you are. I don't care the context. Don't do it. And that's it for me. 
simple things, universally understood things that needed to be said anyway because we live in a fucked up society. Um, <clears throat> so this week for me, I would like to address first, oh, my goodness, uh, Republican representative, uh, and wide open public dumbass by the name of Webster Barnaby. <laughs> An old-ass black man who... That don't even sound like a real name. Doesn't it? It doesn't. Oh. Oh, <clears throat> no. Yeah. Oh, no. That one. Okay. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you got it. In a hearing about a bill that was supposed to, uh, you know, make it a crime for transgender people to use bathroom... Um, that doesn't align with their gender assignment or whatever. Mm -hmm. This black man sat his ass in his chair, all comfortable and ugly, (laughs) and referred to the trans people in the room as demons and imps, including children who had come to be a part of this hearing. Um, And also interesting for me said, I'm looking at society today and it's like I'm watching an X-Men movie. It's like we have mutants living among us on planet Earth. So I'm just gonna, let me start with the, the obvious. It's ironic and it's also incredibly ridiculous um, and inhumane to look at people minding their own business who just want to be treated like humans and refer to them, again, including kids, as demons and imps. It's extreme. It's ridiculous. It's actually incredibly immature. Um, and I'm sure that you felt like you were doing your big one because you are old ass nigga who is in a position to look down on somebody else. And so you wanted to get your shit off. It doesn't make you look cool. It doesn't make you look big and bad to anybody but your fellow dumbasses. Now, to move on from that and address the X-Men of it all, (laughs) are you dizzy? Have you bumped your actual way? Like, for me, what's funny about you referring to trans people as X-Men is that if you had any, like, if, and I mean any knowledge of X-Men, whether you have read the comics, watched the cartoon in the 90s or any of the cartoons that followed, watched any of those poorly produced films. (laughs) If you... (laughs) If you knew anything about the X-Men, then you would have to acknowledge that in that case, you would be the villain. (laughs) (laughs) What? Because X-Men from is fundamentally like from 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 its inception creation has always been about people yeah. who from birth 
naturally have just been different than others. And that that is nothing to do with their value and has should not uh, lead them to being treated any differently. However, they are still persecuted, beaten, murdered, mm. chased mm. after by the government. So much so that a bald white man said, hey, you can come and stay here. We'll keep you safe. Because out in the regular world, people will try to kill you. Your own family will disown you and throw you to the Woo, wolves. At least you can shit. come here and you will be safe and you'll be protected. So much so that groups of them fought back and said, hell no. <laughs> We're actually really lit and sickening and you can move around if you think that you're going to push us to the side. We don't give a fuck about what that bald white man talking about hiding in the woods. <laughs> It always surrounded phobias. It always surrounded hatred of people for absolutely no living, sensible reason. It always surrounded racism, in fact. So for you to compare people to X-Men to me is actually hilarious because you're the bad guy in that scenario, Webb. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, what a bitch. What a fucking living dummy. You ought to be ashamed of your motherfucking self. Like, I hate it. I'm over it. Demons, I'm over the bullshit. Demons and imps for just trying to live and and go use the potty. Meanwhile, you got motherfuckers over in Kansas that can't answer a straight question when motherfuckers are asking if they're gonna be inspecting kids' genitals when they wanna go play the sports. Who are the real demons? Come on. Oh, Florida. Ooh, ooh. It would be Florida. (laughs) I mean, duh, of course. (laughs) I mean, but the anti-trans rhetoric in Florida is particularly bad. I mean, it's bad in a lot of places, but it's... Yeah. Florida's one of the worst. (laughs) And so I'm not surprised that some fucking coon-ass, white boot-licking-ass nigga like this could come be elected and 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 be their their token. I'm not surprised by it either. What I'm surprised by is you using X-Men as a way to try yeah. and back up whatever bullshit it is that you were talking about. Yeah. When in fact, if we were to look at, again, any piece of X-Men that has ever existed in media, you would be the person in there that is the villain. Yeah. The X-Men, for the most part, we're kicking it in a mansion, using their powers, playing games, hanging out, and saving the world and not getting credit for it. Yeah. Not going around and being like, I'm in the bathroom. Like, get over yourself, freak. And lastly, <laughs> I just wanted to say um, to all of you Caucasians who are just dying to tell us how upset you are with Bud Light. Oh, girl. Save it. (laughs) I want you to know that it is hilarious. It is hilarious for me. Um, It's probably hilarious for a lot of people at Bud Light. 
is likely not as hilarious for trans people. Yeah. Um, including Dylan Mulvaney, who, if you do not know, listeners, uh, Dylan Mulvaney is a trans uh, influencer. I think like very TikTok famous and stuff like that, as well as activists, and um, has like a a campaign with Bud Light where literally yeah. they just put her face on some cans of beer. <laughs> like that's that is it. That's it. I don't even think it's like widespread. Every Bud Light has this person's face on it. I feel like they set her some cans and probably at the CVS in West Hollywood. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I, what I do know is that it's really not that big a fucking. It's deal. not. Um, Drink but of course, <laughs> this has led to. You know, plenty of maws and paws acting a fool on Facebook and TikTok and wherever the fuck else and pouring beer down the drain and all kinds of foolishness. Even one Kid Rock stacking. Oh, um, my God. Did you see this? Claire? I did. Stacking a bunch of Bud Light Deeply up somewhere stupid. outside and then firing it, <laughs> firing at it with like an assault rifle or whatever. Look, sure. girls, if it makes you feel better to destroy the beer cans that you already spent money on because a trans person is on a can of one, I really don't know what to say to you besides I assure you, I assure you, Cletus, that Bud Light does not give a single breathing fuck about you shoving <laughs> any of those beer fans directly up your ass. Oh my God. They don't. And for two major reasons. Reason one, they know that many, if not most, and this is no shade, many, if not most of y'all out here talking big shit are confined to the prison of alcoholism. So, girl, <laughs> you may have finished 11 of them cans out of that 12-pack and then put that last one up on the internet, bitch. But we know what time it is, just like we know that you're going to cool off after a week and take your ass right back to 7-Eleven and get another dozen, you lying bitch. <laughs> that is reason one. Reason two, okay, Bud Light knows that many, if not most of y'all trying to do your big one online are about to die. Not your big one. You about to die, bitch, because you old, you drunk, and you don't believe in the coronavirus. They have to market their beer to younger people now. And younger people are having less of a, <laughs> uh, a, a difficulty accepting... That trans people exist <laughs> and deserve to. And also deserve to see themselves in their beer, in their, their dolls, in their cartoons, in their candy wrappers. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Wherever the fuck your ass would be too. Right. So I'm not really sure, on top of the fact that Bud Light is 
being discussed and searched more now than like ever in the history of Google or some shit like that. So you fall for this every time, whether it's beer or Target or Nike or wherever the fuck else. You take your basketball shorts and you set them on fire in your house and burn your old goddamn house down. And it makes no difference at large. <laughs> like, why are you even this mad about it? Why? <laughs> why does it bother you? Yeah. Yeah. Anheuser-Busch I, is I, so rich. It's so, so rich. Sweets. <laughs> the amount of people. <laughs> Anheuser-Busch is My God. so rich. It's so rich. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're not touching her. You're not touching her. (laughs) (laughs) Then people own like 13 brands. (laughs) That's the gag. Because it's like, oh, well, I'm I'm not drinking Bud Light anymore. I'm just, I'm going to switch on over to Corona. (laughs) I'm going to drink Michelob. I'm going to drink Stella's (laughs) instead. (sighs) They own all of them. You sound stupid. Oh, God. Or when they said they're going to switch to Coors Light. Girl, Coors Light be donating money to the gays all the fucking time. You're going to switch to Coors? Marjorie Taylor Greene's dumbass did that. Tweeted a fucking picture of Coors Light in her car now since since Budweiser changed the king of beers to the queen of beers. Like, girl, first of all, that's not even like it. How long did it take you to come up with that? But then, like, you clearly did not look into Coors at all. They are openly in support of the League of Bigotigas. <laughs> they publicly donate money to gay and trans causes and organizations. Like. You're still... I feel like Eureka O'Hara <laughs> wore a fucking dress made out of Coors Light pants. Like, why don't you just understand that one of the things Americans have in common is our desire to get as fucked up as possible and for a lot of us as cheaply as possible. And these beers allow us to do that. <laughs> everybody drinks. Hello, trans people are in the marketing because everybody drinks. Everybody drinks. It is so stupid to be mad that trans people are included in ads. (laughs) (laughs) For beer. Everybody drinks. (laughs) Oh, my God. Get over yourself. Like. Oh, it's beer, Trans people are not going anywhere. Gay people are not going anywhere. They thems not going nowhere. Nowhere. I was always here. Black people never going anywhere. Child, they call everything woke now. White people really ruined woke. Really Bro, ruined I, it. I just, I was just talking about that yesterday in this thing that I was doing. God, they wrecked it. About how it's just like, White people mind a black Twitter's business has always mm-hmm. been a problem. That is but true. 
I have said before about how them trying to turn woke into a pejorative is one of my biggest annoyances. Because, yeah. like, girl, it was never your business. You're using it as something completely different, obviously, because, because that's what y'all do. But, like, hearing white people... But then it's also, like, saying stay woke. Like, we know the, the lack of grammatical mm-hmm. function there. I mean, this is... It's... it's A-A-V-E. We know what it means. (laughs) So when you say it earnestly, (laughs) it's like, not only are you wrong and evil, you sound ridiculous. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's really bad. But now anytime something includes too many black people, or <laughs> anybody who's trans, gender nonconforming, LGBT, everything, anything like that, all of a sudden it's woke. And, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and they'd be like, oh, go woke, go broke. Meanwhile, all of these companies are making millions and billions More of dollars. money than <laughs> ever. Do you know why? Because people go broke where people like to see themselves reflected in the fucking advertising for a product. It makes them Honey. want to buy the product. <laughs> Honey. Honey. Just stupid. You think, do you not? Think that the same way that your hateful, angry ass is a, buying and then burning these beer cans so you they still got your money. You think that there aren't trans girls, baby, that there aren't trans boys, that there aren't not you think there aren't queer people and allies of such Jesus. that are like, oh, let me go get a Budweiser. <laughs> I didn't drink that shit before, but you know what? Out of support, now I do. I'm going to go get me a can or two. Not to mention it's in every fucking convenience store, grocery store in this country. This is what I am saying, girly. (laughs) What was the plan? (laughs) Diva. What was the plan? Not the 2018 net income for Anheuser-Busch. Net income. So not gross. After they paid all their bills. These niggas netted. $9.8 $9.8 billion. <laughs> You're not taking her down. <laughs> You're wasting your own money. You bought that beer and now you shooting it, pouring it down the drain and shit. You think I burned up my fucking Thunder jerseys when Kevin Durant betrayed us the way he did? My custom shit that I spent my dollars on? The NBA store is not refunding that for me. I'm not cutting my shit up, burning my shit up. Even if you were genuinely pissed at Budweiser, why wouldn't you just finish the beer you bought? You done paid it now. Why wouldn't you just... (laughs) And the gag is... so stupid. (laughs) Dylan's not on the candy. You don't even have to suck on the face of this <laughs> trans person that you're so intimidated by. Oh. Like, it has nothing to do with you. The transphobes are truly so stupid. And you don't It's so stupid. You don't have to poke hard to find the fallacy in their arguments either. It doesn't take much work at all. 
But also to your point of just like everything being woke now, it's like if a trans person, a gay person, a black person, an Asian person show up, it's woke now. Oh, yeah. To things that don't even have, don't make no motherfucking sense. It don't make no sense, right. In many respects, it's just marketing. Like, woke doesn't mean what y'all think it means. It, it, it doesn't mean what y'all think it means. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. Oh. A black mermaid's not woke. <laughs> she has you a sound white fucking awful. She has a white boyfriend. Niggas would be telling her to stay woke. <laughs> 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 oh, bitch, you trying to leave the ocean for a white boy so with legs? So, so let me, Sounds so wait a sus. minute. Hold up. Hold up. Sis. Sweet baby. Not today, my girl. girl. Not a white man with you legs. You need to tell the fuck me. You want to go up there with the humans mm. and you picking a white one too? Girl, they got guns up there. Are you sure? <laughs> I wouldn't if I was you, girl. Stay woke. <laughs> like, girl, you got um, six, seven sisters for no damn reason. Like, this is what I'm saying. Mm. Y'all are using the word incorrectly, which just adds to the irritation. But like, it really, really does. It's like you're already so ignorant and you're just mad because, again, these people are being reflected in ads. You are mad over them being reflected in ads advertising and then you say you use this word incorrectly when you talk about the companies that have decided to include these people in their advertising Budweiser did this to make money it is working yeah companies do things they run ads to make money they choose who will be in the ads for the purpose of making money What's not clicking? I don't, I don't. I mean, as much as I would love it, as much as I would love it, Dylan Mulvaney is not going to walk their ass into your house, pull a can of beer out of their bra. Amazing, though. And shove it down your gullet. And I mean, I would love it. I might go to bed peacefully tonight imagining (laughs) the dolls like Dylan, Angelica Ross. Oh, yeah. And like... (laughs) Madison. Yes. Yes! (laughs) The three of them kicking your goddamn flyover door open. Your flyover front door open mm. and just waterboarding you in front <laughs> Honestly, because most that's of them what you're acting like it. is happening. Yeah. And and you would probably be into it. Y'all, <laughs> y'all might sure actually, too. you might actually get some enjoyment out of that. But girl, leave trans people out of your dumb shit and stop, for the love of God, stop saying woke. Please. You're so please. wrong. You're so wrong. Just because like, niggas are using it wrong does not make it woke. Well. You just you sound so foolish. 
and then you're hateful at the same time and dumb. It's just like, it's too man, much. It's too much. You gotta at least pick one, <laughs> one at a time, at, at least one. Oh God! <sighs> to our fellow Ligabigatigas, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm girl. so sorry that an ugly ass bitch like this would, would even, even go out of their way to that. try and make you feel any type of way. Okay, Beyonce, 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 girl. You know who you look like? You look <laughs> like <laughs> motherfucking Paula Dean, bitch. <laughs> Because Luther didn't deserve that <laughs> at all. <laughs> Luther did a stray. Luther got right. a stray with that one. So yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm done. All right. That will wrap up this week's episode of the Read. Check us out on social media at This Is the Read. Our website is This Is the You can find us on Patreon over at Patreon.com/slash/TheRead. ShopTheRead.com for our merch. And we will see you for the 10-year anniversary tour starting here in the next couple of weeks. Tickets available at thereadlive.com. Yes, heading to Canada. We're so sorry that it took us so long. <laughs> Please, you sound, you sound Minnesotan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. I wonder if um, that Jamaican restaurant is still here. Oh, yes. The one that was um, downtown. What was it called? Yeah, I- Alex will remember. Yeah. Remember. God, it was yeah. good. Oh, it was good. I remember I heard that they moved, but then they were saying, no, they're closed. And then some other people were like, no, nah, they're not big. So I don't know. <laughs> now it's like a legend. Yeah. Well, are you back now? You back now that the show's <laughs> over? You are a petty, disgusting <laughs> tramp. And I want you to understand that. You lit like, oh, now the show's over and you wanted to come back she and show tell. up. You She's come like, up oh, here. yeah, you wrapping you up. Get on my last <laughs> nerves. How are you so smart? She's like, yeah, this is what this is about the time you start wrapping up. So um thank you to the Webby Awards for nominating me and Fred Nikwa for insecurity in the entertainment and TV and film categories. You can Woo-hoo. head over to vote.webbyawards.com. Um thank you to everybody who supported insecurity the way y'all did. We really had a blast um yeah, doing that. Sure. And it's is um really, really flattering to uh, still be nominated over a year after the show went off the air. So Y'all should be in the Insecure movie. <laughs> oh, the Insecure movie. They're going to do a movie. I was about to say, to. You're, you're opening yourself up to harassment now because the way people are going to be like, oh, an Insecure movie. When is that coming out? What do you know? Hopefully. I'm saying, of <laughs> course, they're like, Insecure is iconic. It's great. We're going to come to a point where we're going to be begging. I mean, I'm sure they're already yeah. on on Issa and Princess's line about I'm when sure. the movie is coming out. I'm sure. So, and you know... I hope one day we get one. If you would like to have the girls make a cameo, just let us know. Always. People still want a Girlfriends movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That now, too. I mean, especially considering the way Girlfriends ended, like at least yeah. Insecure got to properly wrap up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Girlfriends is like, like, we need a movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, we need true. to know. Yeah. <laughs> Same with Half and Half. I I really want half and half to y'all could reboot that and let me know where everybody is now. Wait. A UP universe. All right. Well, <laughs> to... wait, wait. thank you for listening. The U- thank you, everybody, for tuning the fuck in. 
We're done be you, now, though. Be you, See, this is why Link left. This is exactly why Link leaves. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> the UP universe. You guys take care of yourself. The UPNC. I'm, I'm logging. I'm logging off. I'm done. <laughs> Go. See y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, I'm fine. <laughs> you are delirious. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right, bye. Oh, my God. Bye, y'all. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.